What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you? Happy Thursday. Today is December 23rd. Happy Festivus. How was your week so far? How was your Festivus so far? Are you celebrating? Have you had the airing of grievances yet? Been a nice week. Happy, uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas week, of course. On today's show, Storytime Thursday, we'll tell a pretty good one about sportsbooks. How do sportsbooks operate? Because if you've been listening to this show or uh, the old podcast uh, for any given amount of time, you understand how little respect we have for the average sportsbook on this show. And today, we'll give an antidote as to why. So we'll get into that on Thursday's show. Special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. Do you know how many states right now are up in limbo with sports betting? I didn't realize it was this many. As of today... California, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, South Carolina, Minnesota, uh, Utah, and Idaho. You can't bet. You cannot bet in any of those states. Well, do you want to know a way that you can legally sports bet in every state I just named? Sign up with BetterEdge.com. BetterEdge allows you to bet everywhere because they're technically a social media platform where you can bet. They're not a sports book. So there's no... Way for it's like this amazing loophole. You know, you can bet in states where you can't bet legally on Better Edge. Sign up, start betting today online, betteredge.com, B E T T O R, edge.com. Use promo code SHARP when you're signing up. All right, so let's get to it. This is a great story. Now, as I've said before, sports books are not the geniuses that a lot of us give them credit for. Now, if you just get into sports betting, I know the mantra, you know, oh, the house always wins, can't beat the house. And because of that, a lot of us are led to believe that it's because of the people working at the sports books. When in fact, really what happens is only a handful of uh, sports books or casinos offer opening lines, meaning they set the market. Then what will happen is... There will be some professional money who that gets bet into it. The line will even out a little bit, sharpen up, and then at that point, you know, then the thousands of other sports books will jump in and take that number. So really, sports books are just copycats. They work with minus one ten, which is powerful, and that's how they make their money. But there's a great story about the WNBA All Star Game last year. I know WNBA and the All Star Game, two things a lot a lot of us don't bet, but. This is where you're going to find a lot of the mistakes that bookmakers make or in situations like this. The NFL, the NBA, those are very, very accurate prices. But WNBA, uh, European soccer, NHL, not so much. So this goes back to last year's WNBA All-Star Game, where it was one of the worst lines ever created by a sports book. Uh, now, this actually talks about Circa Sportsbook. I believe today Circa Sports is one of the better sports books, and the fact that they offer opening lines is why they make mistakes like this. I mean, look, this is the give and take that you have. When you have a sports book that's willing to open lines, they're going to make mistakes sometimes, but that's what we as betters give them credit for. Uh, the line for last year's All-Star Game, WNBA All-Star Game, opened at... One, excuse me, opened at 248 and a half. And the reason it opened at 248 and a half, well, then uh, Circuit Sports Director Matt Metcalf said that he went back in history. He looked at previous All Star games. That's what he saw right around there. And he opened it at 248 and a half. So what happened was 
so just to give actually a quick explanation as to why this was so bad, uh, uh, Metcalf and actually others around him didn't take into account that the WNBA All-Stars, it wasn't the classic All-Star game. They were facing the U.S. women's national team, which was getting ready for the Olympics. So this was going to be a highly competitive game unlike any other All-Star game that had ever been played before. That huge, major piece of handicapping was missed by the sports book. Hence, the line that was off so much. So they opened at 248 and a half. And what happened? These genius bettors, these really smart sports, because look, if you're a smart sports better, it's it, it should be assumed you, you're extraordinarily good at what you do. If you're a good handicapper or a good uh, bookmaker, I mean, a successful bookmaker, there, you may be a terrible handicapper. You may be awful at setting lines. You may just be a great copycat. Okay, so all bookmakers that are successful, not necessarily talented. All sports bettors that are successful, wildly talented. Okay, and I'm not just saying that because I'm one or I work with them. It's because that's how you have to do what you have to do. When you bet minus 110 into every game, you have to be smarter than the person taking plus 110. It just makes sense. So the line over under should have been very close to 200. In fact, it was near 250. So what did these sports bettors do who beat these sports books and punk these sports books out of millions? They actually threw a head fake. They bet the wrong side, the opposite side. So they came in initially and bet the over. A very well-respected group went to Circa Sports and bet the over. Well, what did Circa do? They raised the line from 248.5 to 252.5. It raised four points because of the the fake out. And this is sometimes what really good sports bettors will do. They'll bet the wrong side or the opposite side, move the line, nudge the line in the opposite direction, and then put an avalanche of money on the other side that they, that they originally wanted the whole time. So that's what happened here. A respected group bet the over to 252.5 and then came in with about 50 times the money and bet the under. And the under got hammered all the way down from 252.5 to under 200. The line closed 197. And in the midst of moving from 252.5 to 197, there were 32 line moves. The number of times the bookmaker went in and changed the line. So my point here is not just that Circus Sports got beat out of a little bit of money. And actually, I'm not sure how much they did get beat because people who didn't realize what was going on bet the over after this moved. But this wasn't a, an error of circus sports. The error comes in with all these thousands of other sports books that copied the bad number. Look, we wouldn't run into this if sports books all originated, did their own homework, did their own handicapping, because we would get very different lines from different sports books. You would see this naturally occurring, different sports books offering all these wildly different prices. But since so many don't do that and just copy, there were hundreds, if not thousands of sports books available that were offering over under 252 and a half after Circus Sports had moved their number. So think about that. It was off by about 50 points. A line was wrong by about 50 points. It should have been around 200. It was 250. That's an adjustment of, of about 20%. And not only was one sports book wrong, every sports book in the country was also wrong. 
because every one of them copied that line. And you know what? That's actually a good point as to who copies who, because everyone copied circuit sports that day. And you'll hear about cases, this is a kind of an off sports topic analogy, but you'll hear about cases in the FBI or CIA. And what they'll do, especially working with like civilian cases, is they'll give people wrong information with the correct information. So let's say you're working a case for the CIA, undercover or whatever, they'll give you all you need to know for the case, all the correct facts, but they'll throw in like three or four other non-true things, you know, things that aren't true. Why do they do this? They do it. So if some random source ends up giving information to the New York Times and those bogus facts were in there, they'll know exactly who it was because that's the only person that had that info. Okay. So my point with that is you can often trace information back just by the source it's coming from. So with sports betting, we know when Circa opened up 248 and moved to 252, and then everyone else in the country had 252 that same day, everyone's just copying off Circa. Everyone's copying off the best in the business, and that is an example as to why sportsbooks, it's just a bunch of thieves, a bunch of con artists, a bunch of... I mean, it's like modern-day thieves, modern-day hijack artists who aren't good enough to win at sports betting, so that's what they get into. And look, I'm telling you right now, during this time of the year, the holiday season, you're going to have more opportunities than ever that fall right into that category. So remember, it's not always, uh, house always wins, house always wins. The house always wins because there's a bunch of dummies betting sports in America. If everyone approached it a little bit better and a little smarter, the house wouldn't win nearly as much. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you've got going today or tonight. Happy Festivus. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.